we're so happy for you to be online tonight, and uh, we're going to get uh, into what the Lord want us to get into. Uh, it's so important that uh, we be ready to receive from the Holy Spirit. And uh, for kingdom empowerment, you'll notice I used the word kingdom empowerment, and to uh, remind you of some things that you've already spoken to us. Uh, you know, faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We can never hear it too much, or we can never hear it uh, too many times. The more times we hear it, uh, the more we get it, the uh, more we can grab it and begin to walk it, walk it in and walk it out. Now, let's, let's go before the Lord in prayer. Father in heaven, we thank you again for another opportunity to uh, come before your presence with thanksgiving. Thank you for that opportunity to lead your people in truth about kingdom living thinking. We are so thankful and so blessed to know that we can walk like Jesus on this earth and that we are sons of God. So Holy Spirit, uh, anoint us to hear, to understand, to comprehend, and also give us the courage and the boldness to walk out what, we've heard, what we shall hear tonight. In Jesus Christ's name, I pray. Amen. All right, praise God. Let's begin to um, go back over to Proverbs 23, 7. Proverbs 23 and 7. And I, I have to uh, try to uh, stress the importance of uh, your thinking uh, because it has a lot to do with the uh, manifestation uh, transformation, demonstration uh, in your life. And I think over uh, our Christian walk that we have not fully understood the power of the mind or the power of thinking. Uh, but in Proverbs 23, 7, it says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Now notice, as a man thinks. Thinketh in his heart, so is he. So it has something to do with our thinking that would determine the outcome of our faith, would determine the outcome of our future, and would determine the outcome of the promises of God that shall be manifest in our life. Now, your thinking is important to your believing in God. Kingdom thinking produces kingdom living. Kingdom thinking produces kingdom living, which will cause us to have kingdom-like demonstrations in our walk with God, in our walk with God. Now, one thing about Jesus, Jesus, as a son of the Father, had a kingdom mentality. I want you to get that Jesus had a kingdom mentality. Remember, he would say, uh, tell him that the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Go and preach the kingdom of God. So Jesus understood the power, the authority, uh, the anointing that was wrapped in the kingdom of God. Now, in Colossians, we'll read. Let's look at that real quickly. Go to Colossians. I want to re reiterate this to us in Colossians chapter 1. Let's see, Colossians 
chapter one. We'll look at that. And then we'll go over to St. Luke. Uh, we will need to look at these scriptures uh, so our spirit man can uh, grab a hold of them. Now in Colossians chapter one in the Paul and the prayer that Paul prayed. And uh, he's, let's, let's just start reading in verse nine. For this cause we also, since the day we heard of it, do not cease to pray for you and to desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Now, number two, number 10, excuse me, that you may walk worthy of the Lord unto all police and being fruitful in every good work and increasing, and that word is increasing in the knowledge of God. 11, strength with all might according to his glorious power unto all patience and long suffering with joyfulness, giving thanks unto the Father which have made us to be partakers. I love that word partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. That's you and I. Verse 13 says, who have delivered us from the power of darkness. And watch this, have translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. Now notice, and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. Now, we've been translated into a kingdom that we must now retrain our mind to think kingdom thinking because as i've been translated into it i need to know how to think from it so i can receive from the kingdom of god that is within me now go over to luke go to luke real quickly luke i think luke uh 21 let me see these scriptures the holy spirit is bringing up now uh let's see because we need to look at these. This is so very, very important if we're going to um, grasp what we're going to be ministering on tonight uh, as a child of God. Now, let's see. Let me find it. Just give me a little moment here. Just came up. But it's so important that we grasp these truths. Now, because... The enemy, Satan, does not want you to know who you are in Christ Jesus. Now, actually, it's Luke 17, 21. Uh, 17, let's go over here, Luke 17. Uh, hold on one second. And 20, Luke 17 and 20. And when he was demanded of the Pharisees, when the kingdom of God should come, he answered them and said, the kingdom of God cometh not with observation. Neither say they, lo here, lo there. For behold, watch this class. For behold, now watch this. Behold, the kingdom of God is within you. So think about it. the kingdom of God resides on the inside of you. The kingdom of God, God's kingdom, the operation of God resides on the inside of you. Now, unless you and I retrain our mind to think kingdom inside mind, we will not see the manifestation of the kingdom coming on the outside of us. 
See, Jesus, see, I'm, I'm going to show you Jesus was keen to matter. Watch this. Go, go to um, uh, go to Matthew. Go to Matthew. This is going to be important. Go to Matthew real quick. Matthew chapter 10. Matthew chapter 10. Now get a hold of this class because it's very, very important that you and I, if we're going to understand the miraculous and the, and the manifestation of God's power, we got to understand this. Now, in verse number six, in Matthew chapter 10, but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel, and as you go, preach, saying, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Now, when he's talking about the kingdom of heaven is at hand, watch what he go into. He go into signs, wonders, and miracles. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out devils. Freely, freely you have received, freely you give. Now, immediately he goes, he's talking about the kingdom of God. So now we know the kingdom of God has to deal with manifestations of the supernatural power of God. Now, now watch this here. And he equipped them according to uh, Matthew 10, 1. Go. Look at Matthew 10 and 1. And when he was called unto them, his 12 disciples, he gave them power against unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. Now, so the kingdom of God comes with authority and power to deal with demonic spirits. Now, you and I have to train our mind to know that we have been equipped by God with authority and power to dismantle Satan's power. All right? Now, it's so important that you get a hold of that. Now, go over here. Now, notice this. Go to John. Go to 1 John. Let me show you something. And then we're going to go back to St. John. Go to 1 John. Go to 1 John. Then we're going to come back. But I want to show you something here. While we, while we own this, the kingdom of God, now, you must realize that you are an awesome threat to the kingdom of darkness. He knows you are, but he wants to challenge your mind and make you believe that you're not. And that's why we need to transition into strong kingdom thinking. Now, here in, in 1 John chapter 3, and I want us to look at verse number 8. 1 John chapter 3, verse number 8. He that committed sin is of the devil, for the devil sinned from the beginning. Then it goes, and for this purpose, the Son of God, now watch this. Now you and I have to take on the same purpose. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy, watch this, the works of the devil. Woo that he might, what? Destroy the works of the devil. The Amplified say, but the one who commits sin, who practices evil doing, is so the devil takes his character from the devil from the from the uh, from the evil one, for the devil has sinned, violated divine law from the beginning. The reason the Son of God was made manifest, visible, was to undo, destroy, loosen, dissolve the works of the works the devil has done. Glory be to God. You and I must take on that same connotation mentally. Now let's go back over to John. I'm sure you, Jesus, Jesus had that mindset. Watch this. Go over to John now. I love it. Go to John. See, John 18, I believe. We're going to look at some things here. Go over here. 
John 18. Yeah. And verse 36. Jesus said this. Now watch this. My kingdom. Uh-oh. What did he say? My kingdom. Now he's in another kingdom. He's on this earth. But he says, my kingdom is not of this world. Well, wait a minute. He's in the world, but he's thinking from another kingdom. You and I are in this world, but we must begin to think from the other kingdom, which is the kingdom of God or the kingdom of God that is now within you. If my kingdom were of this world, then my servants would fight. And that I should be delivered unto the Jews, but now is my kingdom, but now is my kingdom, not from hence. So Jesus understood his purpose. He understood what was going on. And you and I must understand the same thing. See, so he understood his kingship or his kingdom or his kingdom or his kingdom, kingdom domain. And he walked in that. Now, I'm gonna show you he walked in it. And you and I is walking it, going to walk in it stronger and stronger and stronger as we get the understand the revelation of, of being a son. Now, let's go over to, let me find John 14, verse 30. Now, I want you to get a hold of this revelation. I love it. John 14, verse 30. Play close attention, class, because in the next six months, you're going to be utilizing this weapon more than you think. You are equipped with the authority and power from Almighty God to operate as Jesus did when he was on the earth to dismantle, destroy, loosen the works of the devil, not only on your life, but people that surround you and your family and so forth and so on. Now, notice, notice here in St. John 30. Hereafter, I will talk much with you. For the prince of this world cometh. Now, notice he said, he said, the prince of this world cometh. And have nothing in me. Woo! Glory be to God. Let's meditate that. Jesus said, the prince of this world cometh. He's talking about Satan. But he's coming. And he has nothing in me. Oh, did you hear that? Then he says, verse 31, but that the world may know that I love the Father. And as the Father gave me commandment, even so I do arise and let us go hence and do the works of God. Now, in the Amplified, I love the Amplified. I, I stumbled on this. I don't know how or when, when I was studying about the kingdom of God. In the Amplified, he says, Jesus says, I will not talk with you much. For the prince, the evil genius, the ruler of this world is coming. He has no claim on me. He has nothing in common with me. And there is nothing in me that belongs to him. And he has no power over me. Now, Jesus declared this from a kingdom mentality. <laughs> Won't you get this again now? I'm giving it to you again. 
He said the, the pressures are worth coming. So he said he's going to come. But because I understand my position in the kingdom, he has no claim on me. He has nothing in common with me. There is nothing in me that belongs to him. He has no power over me. So Jesus knew in his kingdom authority and power, Satan had no Jewish jurisdiction over his life because he reigned from another kingdom. And then he said in verse 31, but Satan is coming. And I do as the father has commanded me so that the world may know, be convinced that I love the father and that I do only what the father has instructed me to do. Oh, glory to God. Oh my God. Oh, listen, listen to Jesus. Listen to how the son responded to the father, how the honor, the respect, the dignity, the reverence of uh, the awe that he carried for the kingdom of God that his father had total uh, rulership over. He said, listen, this is why Satan can't trip me up. I don't give him, I don't give him no place. I don't give him no accolades. I don't give him anything. I only pay attention to what my father is telling me to do because he's really no threat to my side. Now, let's give you this again, but Satan is coming. I do not, I do as the father has commanded me so that the world may be convinced that I love the father and that I do only what the father has instructed me to do. Oh my God. Now, I'm reading out that Look at the last part of this. This is so profound. I, I am full agreement with his orders. Uh-oh. This is why Jesus had such a strong demonstrations, manifestation, miracles, signs, and wonders in his life because he never disobeyed. He never crossed his father's orders. He did exactly what his father told him. Uh, and he honored his father. And because of that, things happened for him out of the ordinary. The father backed him up. The father blessed him. The father gave him favor. All these things happened because Jesus stayed kingdom-minded. Now, you and I must do the same thing. Can we? Can we do this? Are we equipped? All right, go with me to 1 Corinthians. Let's look at some scriptures here. Now, as believers, we go to 1 Corinthians 2.16. As believers, we must begin training our minds toward God, God's thoughts, and living our Christian lives here on earth like Jesus did. He kept his mind on God. We must begin process, processing and possessing the words of God and our thought life daily like Jesus did. See, Jesus that's why when Satan came to him to tempt me, he said, for it is written because Jesus kept himself in a position where the word of God was on his mind, the word of God was in his heart, and the word of God was coming out of his mouth. Oh, praise God. You and I must take on that same uh, operation, must take on that same thought pattern if we're going to have the kind of power and demonstration the Father expects for us to do for him on this earth realm. Now, 
as I get into this uh, kingdom living thinking, we must retrain, we must retrain our minds in order to think like Christ. And that's a PowerPoint. We must retrain our minds in order to think like Christ. You know, this world has trained us to think like the world. This world has trained us to think like people. But you know, the Bible tells us that we are supposed to train our minds to think like Christ and Christ only. Now that's going to take some dismantling. That's going to take some uh, stripping from our thought path, our thought life, and who said this, who trained us in this, and let God's word erase what's bad and put in what's good. Because you know, some of the stuff we got growing up was not good stuff. So but there's a Holy Ghost eraser. But then there's a there, then there's a Holy Ghost printer to print it back on your mind. You know, he said, I write these things on your mind. That's what over in the Hebrew, he said, I write these in your heart and I write them on your mind. That I mean, he'll put it there. I scribe it. Why? So that when times get tough and you're leaning dependent on God, his word comes up out of your spirit. And you decree and declare what's going to take place. And then you see the manifestation of your faith. Now, in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, it tells us, let me get there. It tells us this. Now, we're talking about, now let me tell you what, what we're dealing with now. We must retrain our minds in order to think like Christ. The Bible says, who has them in 1 Corinthians? Oh, wait. Excuse me, 2 Corinthians. Not not first Corinthians, second Corinthians, excuse me. Second Corinthians. Let me change that in my notes. Second Corinthians chapter uh two, verse 16. Wait a minute. No. I was right. Excuse me. I'm rushing. Let me slow down. Right? First Corinthians. You're right. All right. For who have known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. I want us to ponder that for a second. We have, you and I, have the mind of Christ. We have the mind of Christ. Say that, I have the mind of Christ. Say it again. I have the mind of Christ. Say, I possess. I possess the mind of Christ. Say it again. I possess the mind of Christ. Because the Bible just declared that you have the mind of Christ. Well, where do I get the mind of Christ from? The word of God. The word of God. Putting that, putting that word on the inside of you. See, when, when, when you put the word inside of you, and then you let that word come out of you, it's like, it's like God using your mouth to speak on behalf of him to get some things done in the earth. Go to Isaiah, Isaiah 55. Let me show you something. Isaiah 55. Let's go over here and look at this in light of what he's training us in tonight. Isaiah 55. And I want to look at verse 11. I think we'll get into verse 11. 
And notice when I say your mouth as, a, as, the, as the son of God, Jesus as the son of God, spoke on behalf of God as a representative of God in our friend. You and I, and we need this revelation over and over again that I'm a spokesman. I'm an ambassador sent from the kingdom of God to operate and destroy the operations of the kingdom of darkness that Satan has implemented on the earth. Now, Isaiah 5, notice this. So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. Now, think about this. So shall my word be that go forth out of my mouth. We just read you that Christ, the kingdom of God is in you. Christ is in you, the Holy Ghost. So when God said that, God's looking at you becoming his mouthpiece in the earth. Like they did in the Old Testament, like the prophets of old, they was God's spokesman. They spoke on behalf of God. Now you as a son of God, as speaking on behalf of God concerning the things that God wants you to say and do. So you got to have an open ear to hear what he wants you to say. You got to have an open ear what he wants you to do. Now, so shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. Watch this. It shall not return. It shall not return unto me void. But it shall accomplish that which I please. And it shall prosper in the thing whereto I send it. Send the word. Send the word. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. He sent apostolic sent. See, we send the word of God. We, we send the anointing. We, we, we send the blood of Jesus. We send the angels. All this is part of this scripture. Now, in the Amplified, it says, so shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. It shall not return to me void without producing any effect or being useless. But it shall accomplish that which I please and purpose and it shall prosper into the thing for which I sent it. Oh, my, my, my. Did you just realize God just showed you that you are an ambassador that sent from heaven on behalf of God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, to speak for headquarters to get things done in the earth realm as the kingdom of God operates through you, shut down the kingdom of darkness. You're so strong and big on the inside, and Satan wants you to think you're so weak and feeble, and you can't do nothing. I tell you tonight, the devil is a liar. You're more powerful, you're more stronger than him, and he knows it. So he has to trip you up and make you think you are weakling, make you fearful, doubtful, and unbelieving. But tonight, that's not going to be, that's, that's not what's going to happen. No, you're strong, you're bold, you're full of courage, and you're full of strength. So tonight, transition your mind in the kingdom, living thinking. Know that you have every right to shut the kingdom of darkness down. 
by the words you speak that you're receiving from God himself through Jesus and the Holy Spirit. Well, it's been a joy sharing these truths with you tonight. I'll be back on this on Sunday morning, ministering uh, on the revelation of sonship. We can do this together. We can band our force together in love and unity and destroy, destroy the works of the devil. Because the more unified we are, the more power we have and the more strength God give us. So I encourage you, let's bind our strength together in the kingdom of God. Let's join the forces of the league of the kingdom of heaven and let Satan know enough is enough and we are more than conquerors through Jesus Christ who loved us and gave his life for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, it's been a great joy ministry to you tonight. Listen, as always, you know, you got the soul. I've fed you the word of God. I've ministered into your life according to the word of God as your shepherd, uh, as your man of God, as your uh, director in the spirit. I've given you some things you can utilize and let Satan know he ain't going to handle you like that no more, that you got the upper hand and the authority to shut him down in the name of Jesus. Well, Minister Jan is going to put it on the line where you can sow. Every week we come at this point, you know, we worship God and I give it, I tithes, I offer it, so in season to the man of God that is ministered to you according to the scriptures, according to Galatians 6, 6, according to 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 9, according to Philippians chapter 4, according to uh, Deuteronomy chapter 12, according to Numbers 18 and 8, all the scriptures refer to you ministering to the man of God that's ministered to your life. Listen. God has so much for all of us. So know tonight that Jesus Christ is pulling for you more than you know. Listen, Sunday morning, we'll be celebrating uh, our church birthday. Our church was birthed uh, August 8th, 1992. So Sunday morning, ask God about a special seat to sow. Uh, this month, our church will be making 29 years in ministry. Ask the Holy Spirit what you will sow uh, for this celebration uh, because you know, he's been good to us. When many said we fall, God said no, it still will stand. Many thought we wouldn't make it to this year's anniversary, but the devil is a liar and God still have us stronger than ever. So again, seek God about a special seed this month for the church anniversary and, and uh, pastor for 29 years, the church has been in operation for the kingdom of God. Father, I bless your church. I bless the saints of God. I bless the sons of God. And we decree and declare the power of God to manifest strong. I'm decreeing breakthroughs. I'm, the, I'm decreeing release this in their lives, Father, in the name of Jesus. We decree in healing and health and wholeness, soundness of mind. Father, we decree in God that you will give divine increase in their lives. We decree salvation in their families, Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you that you've given us long life and none of us should die before time. 
We thank you tonight. We bless you. We honor you for all your goodness that you have displayed over our lives and the favor that you've given to us as sons of God. Thank you tonight for the supernatural power of God demonstrating mightily in our lives. We release the ministry and angels go now. The north, the south, east, the west, and call the manifestation of the word of God for the people of God. We thank you, Lord. We call Michael and Gabriel to do the assignment that God has sent them to do on behalf of the kingdom of God. Thank you, Lord. We honor you. Father, we'll be back together again on Sunday morning looking for you to manifest your goodness and show forth your glory in a supernatural way. And remember, the glory is falling. God bless you. We see you on Sunday morning. And remember, pray about that special seed for our church anniversary. 29 years of serving God and preaching the gospel. God bless you. Bye-bye.